So I don't know if this is going to sound good because of my Raycons in. But once again, I forgot to unmute the intro music because I usually mute the intro music and then, you know, unmute it when I do the episode so that everything ties together because the way I record stuff, it layers on top. Anyway, point is, I forgot to unmute my intro music again. So here's a quick recreation to start this episode. I am your father. Explosion. Three, two, one. Fight, 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 fight. I'm a yutz. Anyway, on with the episode. Well, stick a red light bulb on my ass and call me Rudolph. It's Holly Jolly time here on Nerd Explosion, the weekly podcast where based on a monthly theme, I heard how to bowl whatever I want. As always, I'm your host, Cameron. And today, I'm joined once again by my wife, Caitlin. You know my favorite thing about your intros are? What? Uh, that you make yourself laugh. <laughs> They're just like, I mean, sometimes, you know, I gotta be my own hype man. Just, you know, nobody I mean, to be. You know what? Live your truth, King. <laughs> uh, but like I said, it's a Christmas theme here at Nerdsplosion, and I figure a good way to start off Christmas month is by doing an episode that'll make people probably hit my guts. Because we're the merriest bunch of assholes this side of the... Oh, fuck, I forgot the rest of the line. The nuttiest bunch of assholes this side of the... I don't even know the line either. Was it merry... Was it nuttiest? Or was... I thought it was the merriest... The jolliest bunch of assholes this side of the nuthouse? Something yeah, like something that. Like I think that. that's I'm, it. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to like look it up. I don't care that much, but... But, yeah, either way, today, for the first episode of Christmas Month, uh, we we're we're gonna be talking about some Christmas movies and wait, hold on, can I do a, can I do a Christmas intro real quick? Go ahead. Christmas time is here. <laughs> what? <laughs> Did you like that? <laughs> you actual clown. God. <laughs> In my defense, two of my favorite podcasters do that every podcast episode during the Christmas season. Intentionally bad, off-key, but they just go, Christmas time! And then sometimes they do it in The Sims, so they go, Hasafa! Hasafa! <laughs> oh my god, you actual clown. And it makes me chuckle. But uh, anyway, today's episode, you know, ranking Christmas movies, like I said, I got, how many do I got on this list? Seven. 31. Jesus. I have 31 movies, and these are all ones that I've seen. So I don't know if you've seen any of these. I do. There is a ranking thing for have seen, but, you know, we'll, uh, we'll get to that bridge when we, when we get there. Cross that bridge when we come to it. Right. So without further ado, let's, let's get into it, shall we? So let's crack into it. Let me pull up this tier list here, and I got my picker wheel and i couldn't get it to load on my computer while i record this episode so i'm just gonna do it from my phone so let's go all right technical difficulties but we're back uh for some reason the wheel wasn't doing any sound and without sound it's not fun so now and fun fact for no reason at all and also not related i have two kitties in my lap yes very good boys except at 3 a.m when they run around like maniacs. They are the bestest boys. But anyway, let's spin the wheel. Ba, 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 ba. 
Okay. Santa Claus is coming to town. So the old, like, right to the bass animated stuff. You better watch out. Wait, was there more to that? Um, I, I was going to sing the whole song, and then I realized that I completely fucked it up, so I just abandoned shit. <laughs> uh, what was it? Santa Claus is coming to town? I put it at great, because while I do love the old Rankin and Bass uh, the animated, like, claymation stuff, it's definitely, like, not my favorite compared to, like, others. You know, like, Rudolph, or, like, Fro- no, not Frosty. Uh... Yeah, like Rudolph and all that, and like Year Without a Santa Claus. So, I put I put it at great. Oh, by the way, I should probably explain how this tier list is because yeah, a normal tier like a fun festive tier list here. Yeah, like a normal tier list is like S A B C D, but this tier list is labeled top of the nice list, great, all right, not the best, ho ho horrible, and haven't seen. But there isn't anything in my haven't seen. But anyway, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. I really didn't like it that much, but it's still a classic for most people. So I put it at great. Uh, where would you put it at? Um, I would put it probably at great as well. Um, it is one of my favorites, but it has more of that nostalgia factor for me because every year, growing up, my mom and you know my family would we would watch a bunch of the Christmas movies, and Santa Claus is coming to town was always one of the first ones we watched. And I like that it gives you kind of like an origin story to to the Kringle. Right. Like it starts off with him as a baby and then most of the story is him as like a young adult. And then at the very end, he's jelly old Saint Nick. And how can you forget the fucking mayor? Right. Uh, what the was Burgermeister. It? Burgermeister. That's what it was. Fucking Burgermeister. I forgot that was his name. And he just had a stick up his butt the whole time because he didn't get a toy. Uh, I, don't know, child I don't know about like anybody that. else, but I got I got some Nazi vibes from Burgermeister. A hundred percent. Like, I got Hitler vibes from Burgermeister. <laughs> I mean, this when did it come out? A long time ago. Like, a long, yeah. But, yeah, anyway, Santa Claus is coming... Santa Claus is coming to town. I put it great. Sinterklaus. Sinterklaus. Spin it again. Okay. Frosty the Snowman. So the original animated Frosty the Snowman, which when I forget when that came out too. I really should have put years down for most of these, but you want me to look it up? Uh sure if you want. But Frosty the Snowman, it's definitely a classic for me. I put top of the nice list. Because it's it's one of those like one of those like you have you have to watch around Christmas. It's one of those you either have to or you just end up watching either way. Because you'll go to somebody's house and they'll have a bunch of Christmas movies. I know my grandma, uh, she sets the channel around Christmas. She sets her TV to whatever channel is playing Christmas movies, and that's always one of the ones that comes up. And it's uh it's the old animated one where. As soon as they create Frosty, he's like, Happy birthday! You know? Um. So, Santa Claus is Coming to Town came out in 1970. Frost- 1970, really? Yes, Frosty the Snowman came out in 69. 60, oh. You know, that does seem like 60s style animation. So, yeah, I suppose. But uh, where would you rank 
Frosty the Snowman. Frosty, um... Oh. It's not quite top of the nice list, but it's better than great. I would say it's kind of right in between. Like, in between top of the nice list and great? Yeah. Yeah, I just put it top of the nice list because it's like, I can't imagine, you know, Christmas like movies I, without thinking Frosty the Snowman. Yeah, and like, by that same token, like, I can't imagine Christmas in general without Frosty the Snowman. So... But it's personally not one of my absolute must-watches, you know? I get that. So, yeah, for me, top of the nice list. So... Moving on. Spin, spin, spin. Spin, spin, spin. 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 Okay. Another classic one. The Charlie Brown Christmas, or a Charlie Brown Christmas, or as it's put in my list, Charlie Brown Xmas and NBSP semitolon. <laughs> because something fucked up in there. Alright. But, yeah, Charlie Brown Christmas. I put top of the nice list because I love... I grew up loving the Peanuts and everything, and Charlie Brown Christmas is, like, iconic for, you know, old Christmas animation. Um, yeah, it's probably in the great category for me, um, mainly because Charlie Brown is a whiny bitch. <laughs> I only put it top of I nice said th- what I said. <laughs> Why do you think he's a whiny bitch? Because, okay, so not just in, like, the char- I know that we're specifically doing a Christmas episode, and I get that, but in every Charlie Brown movie, he's always mad about something. He's always whining about something. In the Halloween one, it was the Great Pumpkin debacle, and this one, he's just, like, lost the spirit of Christmas because he's a... Because he's a little bitch. Because he's a little baby boohoo, crybaby bitch boy. Little crybaby bitch boy. That's, um... <laughs> So, it's because of that movie that, like, every time we're cutting anything related to Pine or whatever, I'll break a branch off, give it to somebody, be like, Merry Christmas, Charlie Brown. Yeah, like, and then he's all mad about a Christmas tree, like, ugh. He, he doesn't even have a tree. It's a twig. Yeah, like, if you're gonna fucking be mad, be, be mad that you have a twig and that it's not a tree. Don't be mad that you're like, oh, I've lost the spirit of Christmas. But that being said... I put it top of the nice list. I love Charlie Brown Christmas. I have some really strong opinions that I didn't realize I had about <laughs> Charlie strong Brown. opinions about, about Charlie the peanuts. Brown. Like, my God. Go off, tween. Right? <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next one. And what do we got? Ooh. Oh, okay. It's not what I thought was going to land on. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. So, I have a few different Christmas Carol uh, movies on here because there's a bunch of different versions. But the one that just popped up is the Muppet Christmas Carol, which, if you don't know, it basically tells the story of, like, the Christmas Carol story, but with, like, Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy, and you're breathing, like, right into the microphone. (laughs) Like, literally, I have my headphones on, all I hear is... <laughs> Sorry, audience. I'm getting over a cold. I'm but, doing my best. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. I put it. I put it all right. I mean, even though it does have Michael Caine in it, and I love Michael Caine, it's not my favorite retelling of Christmas Michael Carol. Kine. I'm Michael Caine. I will not bury, bury another member, member of the, the Wayne, Wayne family. family. But there's. I think there's a lot better retellings of a Christmas Carol. But, yeah, the Muppet one wasn't really my favorite. And I can't take it seriously when 
literally Kermit is standing there and be like, Merry Christmas to everyone. Uh, what did you think of Muppet Christmas Carol? Um, hot take, I never saw it. Alright, so I haven't seen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I put it at alright. A lot of people swear by it, but, you know, I I thought it was alright. Not the best, but it's alright. It's aight. I just, I like the Muppets, but they freak me out at the same time, so. <laughs> it's just, oh wait, no, I was gonna do Pee Wee Herman, but that's not anything to do with the Muppets. Mm, it does not. Hmm. Hmm, spitty. Hmm. Yay! <laughs> All right, moving on. We'll go. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Hmm. we about to argue about this one. Home Alone Two. <laughs> so I put it at great because I mean it's I still love the Home Alone movies, but. I like the original over uh, the over Home Alone 2, but I did grow up watching Home Alone 2 over and over, and I I still really love Home Alone. Now, Kate, what do you <laughs> think of Home Alone 2? Um, to quote my one of my favorite comedians, Mr. John Mulaney, Lost in New York. How do you get lost in New York? It's a grid system, motherfucker. Um, I hate the Home Alone movies. Um, with a fiery, fiery vengeance. I think it's a stupid premise for a movie. I don't care how chaotic things are or how many damn kids you have. Like leaving a child home is just not feasible to okay, me. Okay, but there was actually excuses because in the first one, you know, they counted him and then he snuck out, or actually he stayed in the house and then the neighbor kid snuck into their van they were taken off with and they accidentally counted Kevin. And they didn't realize until they got all the way to where they were going. The second one, I mean, that doesn't really make a lot of sense. But the second one makes a little more sense because they're rushing through the airport trying to get to Florida. And Kevin accidentally drops his battery. So he looks down, looks back up. And then, you know, he follows somebody who looks like his dad, but he accidentally gets on the wrong plane. And, you know, there's so many different family members they can't keep track of everyone and they don't realize until they're getting their bags in Florida and while Kevin is you know roaming around New York by himself my statement stands it is ho ho horrible I, I love it. Home Alone 2 you know why I really like Home Alone 2 Tim Curry listen Tim Curry is goaded I'm not arguing that but even he couldn't save that movie Tim Curry as the like the hotel manager he was <laughs> bless you he was, I loved him in that movie. That was actually one of my first things I saw Tim Curry in. Like, I think that was actually my first movie I saw him in. And then I saw Rocky Horror when I got a little older. First Tim Curry movie I saw was It, fun fact. But Home Alone 2, uh, weirdly enough, this one had uh, Donald Trump in it too. Because he just made a small cameo. Because there's a part where Kevin is uh, going through the hotel and then he stops somebody and be like, hey, which way to the lobby? And it's Donald Trump. He's like, down the hole to the left. It's just... <laughs> uh, it's just... It's weird. But yeah, I put Home Alone 2 at great. I'm going to just blanket statement. All of the Home Alone movies are going to be ho-ho-horrible to okay, me. Okay. The first two are good. Everything after that is terrible. Even the, the most recent one they tried to put on Disney+. Plus. Stupid. I mean, yeah... 
everything, everything, I think every Home Alone after two is stupid, but the first two were great. I think the first two were actually directed by Chris Columbus. So, yeah, I put Home Alone 2 at great. Now, let's spin again. Excuse me. Hey, post episode Cameron here. Sorry to interrupt the video, video, episode in the middle of this, but because this part of the episode, the audio cut out for some reason, but I wanted to take this opportunity to tell you about the sponsor for today's video, Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> I wish. But no, on a serious note, the audio cut out for this part, but basically I introduce talking about the SpongeBob Christmas movie. So that's what's going on here. Anyway, continue, you know, Cameron, continue what you were saying. Because I really, I really, you know, it's, there's a lot better Christmas movies, but I put it at great because it has one of my favorite Christmas songs ever. Uh, if I can find it real quick. I will play a little excerpt of it, but uh, Tate, what did you think of it while I find this? Um, I would agree. It's great. Uh, Spongebob will always hold a special place in my heart, so the Christmas um, the Christmas one was good, and I especially like the fact that, spoiler alert, um, they think Santa's not coming, so Squidward ends up giving everybody in Bikini Bottom his literal every possession. Isn't it the thing where Squidward like tells Spongebob that Santa isn't real, and then Spongebob's just like, he's not? Yes, And he gets course, all depressed. Because Squidward's then, a fucking dick. And then Squidward actually feels bad, so he's just like, so he pretends to be Santa to make Spongebob it's happy, and then the real Santa very shows up. special Christmas for me. It's, uh... The very first Christmas. Oh, I found it. Okay, I found it. The very first Christmas. Yeah. It's wonderful holiday. The world feels like it's in lovely. Go away before I harm you bodily. Christmas feels like the very first Christmas to me. I love that song. And I love the end too where uh Mr. Krabs randomly pops up and does falsetto. He's yeah. like, this Christmas feels like... And then Mr. Krabs, Mr. Krabs pops up. Very first Christmas to me! <laughs> He's just... <laughs> I love that song. I still love that song. I don't care if I'm Knock almost 30 years old. Knock it harm you bodily. <laughs> I just love it. Yeah. It's a special Spongebob episode where Christmas comes to Bikini Bottom. So, yeah. I put it at great. Where would you put it? Great. Great? All right. Now moving on. Good, great, grand. Good, great, grand, wonderful. Good, grand, wonderful. No yelling on the bus! Oh, R.I.P. the goat. All right. Santa Claus is next. Santa Claus with Tim Allen, the movie where he doesn't necessarily believe in Santa until he catches him on his roof one day and kills him. And accidentally kills him. <laughs> like, literally. Uh, wasn't it a Game Drums moment where Aaron was talking about that movie? And, like, literally, he goes outside, yells at Santa on the roof. Santa falls off and dies. And the kid is like, you killed Santa! Yeah. So, then he has to travel to the North Pole, and he has to learn how to become the new Santa. And he ends up, because he's the new Santa, he becomes fatter, like, his beard grows out. So, basically, he's learning to be Santa. Um, I really like this movie. I put it at great. I like this movie. Despite, you know... 
all the things that have happened with Tim Allen in the past, he's still like a a big centerpiece of my childhood, and I'm sure yours as well. So I put it at great. I really love the Santa Claus. Uh, what do you think? Um, Once you're done messing with Dorian, listen, he started it. Uh, top of the tier, top of the nice list for me. Um, the Santa no. Claus, all the Santa Claus movies are my personal favorites. Um, the Santa Claus, um, me and my mom used to watch the Santa Claus. Like we would marathon all the Santa Claus movies. That yeah, top of the nice list. They're my favorites. Oh yeah. Yeah. Had to sort out a few more technical glitches there. But uh, anyway, we're talking about Santa Claus, right? Yeah. Uh, just to recap that, I put it at great. You said top of the next list? Yes. All right. Because, I mean, it's just, like I said, it's iconic from my childhood. I remember I remember really craving Denny's when I first saw that movie because I ended up going to a Denny's in the movie because he burnt the shit out of the turkey. <laughs> Yeah, that movie started off the just a raging disaster. Right. For Mr. Um, Mr. Scott Mr. Calvin. Scott Calvin, yeah, that's what it was. All right. Now let's move on to the next on this list. The Illumination version of The Grinch. So this one came out, what was it, like 2018, 2019? Is that the one with um, Cucumber Pumpkin Patch? Yes. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch as the Grinch. It's just... Um, where did I put it? I put... <laughs> I put it at alright. Because while it oh, is... Fight. While it is a great like telling of the Grinch story, I liked other ones better. What would you put it at? First of all... How very dare you put some respect on my man, Benedict Cucumber Patch. Um, I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really cute. Um, the, the sassiness of the Grinch is a level of sass I aspire to be. I mean, he was pretty sassy in the Jim Carrey one, too. True. So, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't really like it as much but as I most liked, people did. I liked the Benedict Cumberbatch one because he wasn't inherently, like, quote-unquote evil or mean. He just wanted to be fucking left alone. See, that's my other problem with it because in that one, he, like, there was actually a reason for him to hate the Who's. And the reason there was a reason for the Who's to not be afraid of him or to be afraid of him. And the Illumination one, they were just, No. There was nothing of that. Then he literally he, just went down. He was just he was just the Grinch, and then people were just like, "Oh, hey, it's that guy." Like there was no none of that. Like, "Oh, the Grinch is evil," or "I hate the Who's well, because right, of this." Right, but he didn't. The the whole purpose of the the Illumination movie was that he didn't like Christmas because he didn't have any family. Nobody ever celebrated with him, so he felt abandoned and alone, which is a feeling a lot of people can relate to. I mean. That, I guess they kind of did that in the Jim Carrey one, too, but, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I mean, I still, it's still okay. I still like put it. Put some respect uh, on it. Like I said, where did I put it? I put it at all right, because I'm like, it's good. Like, it's good. Not my preferred Grinch, but it's good. So, yeah, I put it at all right. Where would you put it? Great. 
Great. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Before I, you know, before my tombstone is written. Before you catch one of these needles to the eyeball. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, here we go. The very next one. The OG, the OG Grinch. Grinch. The OG animated one from like the 60s, 70s, whenever it came out. I put top of the nice list. Oh, absolutely. 100% agree. Because, yeah, like I said, Illumination Grinch, not my preferred one. One of my preferred ones is definitely the original animated Grinch. First of all, you can't have Christmas without the OG animated Grinch. You cannot. Literally, you cannot. Mr. Grinch. You really are a hero. My favorite thing, like, and I mouth this, like, every time I watch it, it's the the part where he's, like, he's spying on the Who's and he's all shocked that they're sinning and everything without presents. And the narrator's like, how could it be so? And then the Grinch is like, it came without presents. It, it came, came without, without te- or wait. It came, it came without, without boxes or bags. <laughs> it came without packages, boxes or bags. Just, I don't know why I love that part, but yeah, the OG Grinch for me, I put top of the nice list because it's just, it's always a classic for me. Where would you put it? Top of the tier or top of the nice list. Top of the morning to you, laddies. Yeah, I put it top of the nice list. There's literally nowhere else it could go. No. So let's see. Had that. Moving on. And the sound disappeared again, but that's fine. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk through it, just to you know fill the void. Home Alone is my next choice. How how horrible! <sighs> I knew you were gonna fucking say that. I put top of the nice list. <laughs> Dude, we fight about this all the time. Home Alone sucks. Because I mean, like I said, you know, Home Alone two I thought was great, but if I had to pick between the second one and the first one. I'll definitely put the first one because the first one is more classic. I loved uh, uh, Daniel Stern as Marv, uh, Joe Pesci, or which one was? Uh, yeah, Joe Pesci was Harry. Uh, Daniel Stern was Marv. I love those two. I just I love how they did everything. I just I love at one point. Um, I think it's Marv. He tries to get in the house through the dog door, and Kevin is just standing there with the BB gun. He's like. Hello, and then just shoots him in the face with a BB gun. See, and not to bring it back to SpongeBob, but when you think of Home Alone, you think of Bold and Brash. I think belongs in the trash. All right, you're just a hater. Yeah, I'll fucking die on that hill. I I love this movie. Top of the nice list. You can have your wrong opinion over there. Hey, <laughs> one of us has a wrong opinion, and it's not me. Whatever. All right, let's go spin. I'm filling the, the void, putting my own sound effects in. Oh, here you go. Santa Claus 3. So, the third of Tim Allen's Top of Santa the Claus nice movie. list. I love all the Santa Claus movies. And, matter you, of fact, I'm going to start watching the Santa Claus series on Disney. You, we might argue about this. I put the third one at not the best. How? Okay, first of all, it's uh, Guns is fighting words. Fucking what's his face? He's like the main, the main antagonist in the whole thing. You know, Ice Guy. Is that Jack Frost? Your problem? Okay, first of all, I didn't like him. Jack Frost fucking made that movie. I Are you kidding like me? I did not okay, like him. Okay, how? 
how are you going to do Martin Short so dirty like that? I have no problem with Martin Short. He's a fantastic actor. Fantastic Jack actor. Jack Frost. Fucking all the holidays. No, that movie was fucking top of the nice list. I will die on that hill. You're wrong. Good night. Fucking Martin Short. No, I have no problem with him. I just did not like the movie. I didn't like How it as much as you? as like the first one. I have a big love for the first one, and I feel like you know, just the other one just didn't didn't really live up to the original. But yeah, I just I wasn't feeling the third one, so I put it in not the best. Where would you? put it top of the motherfucking nice list all right you know what that's fair i'll i'll let you have that even though you're wrong whatever <laughs> you're wrong all right spin now the wheel's gonna spin again what do we got what do we got uh, we oh okay so the last of the grinch movies that i got on here is the jim carrey grinch I think, well, actually, what is this? Somebody's fabulous. I really love the Jim Carrey Grinch. Like, Absolutely, it took, 100%. It took a lot from, like, the original Grinch story, like, the animated one, and just added more to it. Added more backstory to everything. Like, it added the whole backstory of the reason he hates the Who's is because he used to be a part of them, but then was bullied to the point where he ran away to the mountain to live out the rest of his days. And as somebody who was bullied in elementary school, I can relate. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I just I really loved Jim the Jim Carrey because he's just he made that, and he didn't go through all that torture and makeup for people to be like, "Yo, this movie's not that great." Where would you put it? Um, no, Dorian and I both agree. Top of the t- top of the nice list for sure. What do you have to say, Dorian? <laughs> yeah, so he agrees. But yeah, top of the nice list for sure. Hey, at least we agreed. Some shizzle. We agreed on that one. All right, I'm gonna spin again. Beat, spin, spawn. Okay. Gremlins. Gremlins, and yes, it's a Christmas movie. A lot of people are like, "Oh, isn't it a Halloween movie?" Like, I get, it's technically a Christmas movie because it takes place a lot of the lot of the big setting is around Christmas. And I think the whole grandma thing is Christmas. I don't know. You can argue it's not a Christmas movie. Whatever. It was on the thing when I made the tier list, so I just put it on there. Uh, I put it at great. You know, I like the gremlins. Uh, yeah, I put it at great, too. I, Gizmo is my spirit animal. Yeah, so I put it I put it at great. I'm going to start calling RJ Gizmo. Gizmo. <laughs> All right. I you love know, that kid, enough. but he's a gremlin. Fair enough. All right. Time once again to spin. 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 spin, 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 spin. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Christmas with the cranks, or as it's put in this list, Christmas with the crannels, because it put an L instead of a K. But Christmas with the cranks, ironically, another Tim Allen Christmas movie. Where, where would you put it? I'll ask you that first. Do you remember that movie at all? It's, no. it's basically the one where. It's Tim Allen and uh, I forget I forget her name. I gotta look it up. But basically, their family like they usually go all out for Christmas. But then the whole plot is that one year they're just like, you know, we're not gonna do Christmas. And the whole neighborhood, the whole neighborhood is basically just like, how fucking dare you? So they try to they try to get them to 
do oh it's jimmy lee curtis how can i fucking forget that <laughs> okay first of all put some respect on her name well she's very different in the movie so i almost was like who is that i'm like i did not i for, totally forgot it was jimmy lee curtis you know i'm gonna be really honest with you i don't i only saw the movie once or twice i remember liking it dana Eckroyd is in it too um i'd say it was pro- i probably liked it enough to put it at great uh let me uh, let me go back to the overview Finally alone for the holidays, Luther, Tim Allen, and Nora Crank, Jimmy Lee Curtis, plan to eschew the Christmas traditions and take a cruise in the Caribbean instead. This doesn't sit well with their Christmas-obsessed neighbors, Vic Frommeyer, Dan Edward, and Walt Scheel, M. Emmett Walsh, who are determined to win the annual Best Decorated Street competition, and the Cranks soon find themselves social outcasts because of their lack of Christmas spirit. So basically the whole plot is they want to go on a cruise around Christmas. They want to take a break from decorating and everybody's just like, no, we don't want you to do that. Yeah, I do remember that. But I liked it, I think. I, I put not the best. I mean, it's enjoyable, but it's not my top pick. Definitely not my top pick for uh, Christmas movies. Yeah. So yeah, I put not the best. Let me go back to my wheel now. High choice. I got a wheel. <laughs> I got some fuel. I got a whale. <laughs> For reference, that is Markiplier and his friends, or Jag, if you watch his channel, playing, uh, fucking, what was that game? I have no idea. It was, it was one where they're, they're, one of the guys is a rat, like this rat monster, and they have to put together, like, different parts of this car to escape. But, yeah, anyway, moving on. <laughs> the next choice that popped out is one that a lot of people are going to argue is not a Christmas movie. Die Hard. And again, it was on the thing when I made the tier list, so I just put it on there, but Die Hard. Um, I would, I don't know. So, I put it at great, and my argument that it is a Christmas movie is that it takes place on or around Christmas. So, I guess, I, to my logic, that makes it a Christmas movie. So, with that being said, how would you rank it? Um, I'm not going to because Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> okay, as a movie, how would you rank Die Hard? As a movie, um, it's okay. yippee ki motherfucker. I'm not a huge fan of, like, action movies, so it was, it was alright. Even with Alan... Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Listen, I love Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman is the fucking goat. Yeah, he was Hans Gruber. Yeah, I know he was Hans Gruber. It's not Christmas until Hans falls off Nakatomi Plaza. Yeah, no. See, it. Eh. take it or leave it. <laughs> now I have a machine gun. Ha, also, ha, it's not a Christmas ha. movie. I think it is, but... Well, I think you're wrong, so... I don't know. Let me know on social media, guys. Do you think Die Hard is a Christmas movie or no? Let me know. But <laughs> anyway, let's move on before the uh, the torches and pitchforks come out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. These are my two things. These are my two things. Ooh, here we go. Another old animated one. Year Without a Santa Claus. Or as it got put in my, my wheel here, Year Without a Santa Claude. <laughs> Listen. I don't know why I did all these... Spelling mistakes, but anyway, at least it wasn't Dutch. 
What's that, that song? I think it was Dutch. My what? mom used to sing it to me. Oh. Sing the clothes. Sing their clothes. Kibute. Hoi wadin nisute. Hoi wadin my louse. Donka Santa Claus. So, you're with Under Santa Claus. I put it great. Because, again, there's other movies I'd pick above it. But you're without a Santa Claus is great. Because I think this was the one that had uh, Snow Miser and Heat Miser. I'm Mr. Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Snow. I'm Mr. White Christmas. I'm Mr. Ten Below. They call me Snow Miser. Whatever I touch. Turns the ice in my clutch. I'm too much. But a I love I love this movie. I always watch it no matter I'm what. Mr. At least a few times Miser. every Christmas. So I'm Mr. Sun. I put it at great. Where would you put it? I'm Mr. Heat Blister. <laughs> I'm Mr. Hundred and One. They call me Heat Miser. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just summarized there for a second? I really did. I just I went on a journey. Um, I went on a trip in my favorite rocket ship. Um, I yeah, top of the list. I love you without a Santa Claus. Top of the nice list. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I just I'll stick with great because it's like like I do really love it, but yeah, there's movies I would prefer I just, over it. You know, Heat Miser and um, Heat Miser and Snow Miser really sell the yeah sell the whole thing. They for really me. they really made that whole that whole thing. But I think I think that's why I put it great because literally Snow Miser and Heat Miser are the only things pe- anybody really remembers. Um, from that movie but yeah also um this is totally unrelated at all but i love the tiktok trend of like the snow miser and heat miser makeup have you seen speaking of that have you seen the guy this guy will do like different uh scenes from that movie but he'll like move along like the actual animation yes i have and it's so good like he'll he'll do like the legit like shot for shot like animation style like the way he moves it's really impressive actually um i feel like we should watch this when we're done recording we should like i'll pop it on once i'm in the editing process but yeah we should definitely watch it i just don't know where i would find it though it's gotta be somewhere but yeah we'll, we'll pop it on uh let's move on we got i don't even know how many more we got left here let's see Okay, next one is Scrooged. Let's go with Scrooge. Scrooged. So Scrooge, it's it's basically another telling of uh, a Christmas Carol, but it's like a more modern take. And uh, the main character is Bill Murray, and um, actually, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah, you I, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'll pull up the summary just so. Uh, the listeners who may not know can get an idea. I don't think I ever saw that. You never saw it? I don't think so. Scrooge, Bill Murray. In this modern take on Charles Dickens' Christmas Carol, Frank Cross, played by Bill Murray, is a wildly successful television executive whose cold ambition and curmudgeonly nature has driven away the love of his life, Claire Phillips, played by Karen Allen. But after firing a staff member... Elliot Louder, Loudermilk, played by Bobcat Goldthwait, on Christmas Eve, Frank is visited by a series of ghosts who give him a chance to reevaluate his actions and right the wrongs of his past. So this came out in 1988. 
And Lady and Lady said it. It's basically a modern take on Christmas Carol. Yeah. But I, uh, where did I put it? I put it. I put it at all right. Like it's it's great. It's a great older you know but modern take on Christmas Carol, and it's just you know I was I was a huge fan of Bill Murray growing up until I found out he's kind of a dick. <laughs> like so, Good Mythical Morning. I'm sure you've seen the clip. Um, Good Mythical Morning, Rhett and Link. One episode they had Seth Green as their guest star. I guess Seth Green was telling a story of how when he was a kid he did some acting thing and he had to work with Bill Murray. And I guess he was sitting on part of this couch that, you know, Bill Murray has a specific spot on. And Bill Murray... Sheldon. (laughs) Bill Murray told him to, you know, get out of his spot. And I guess Seth didn't move right away. So Bill Murray picks up Seth Green by his feet. And he says, trash goes in the trash can. And dumps him in a garbage can. Like, I was like, oh my god. Bill Murray is such a dick. You know, it kind of doesn't surprise me, though. <laughs> Which is weird because he actually owns a uh, baseball team here in Minnesota. Or the co-owns. St. Paul Saints? Yeah, the St. Paul Saints. He co-owns the St. Paul Saints. But anyway, I put it at all right. Where would you put it? Uh, I don't think I ever saw it. So just kind of haven't seen? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's all right. It's Obviously, know, if I did see it, it never it didn't make an impact on me. So It's straight. It's good for 1988. So, yeah, I put it at, all right, all right, spin again. I really wish the sound didn't cut out on the wheel, but, you know, it's whatever. Uh, This next one, it's, I mean, it could be argued whether it's a Christmas movie or a Hanukkah movie, because the next one is Eight Crazy Nights. (laughs) This is uh, an animated movie. It's an animated movie with Adam Sandler, so already a lot of people are going to be like, oh, it's horrible, but... It's actually not bad. It's what not you terrible. Got there, sketch? <laughs> right. I forgot about uh, Whitey. Donkey Kong sucks. Yeah, well, you know something? You suck. It's a Ron M. Sailor movie. I know, but it's one of my favorite lines. But I put it at all right because, I mean, I put it at all right because while it is a pretty decent Adam Sandler movie, one, the animation style is weird by today's standards, and two, it is technically a Hanukkah movie. So yeah, but I mean, it kind of falls in that winter ca- winter holiday yeah, category. Like win- winter holiday. <laughs> Sorry, our cats are just straight up brawling. That was funny. So for those listening, our cats decided to chase each other, and they just hopped up on the bed right in front of us. Uh, Dorian turned around to Mochi and straight up bapped him right in the head. It was hilarious. But anyway, they love each other. I promise. You know what's not hilarious. This movie. Boo. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> but, no. Um, I disagree. I like Day Crazy Nights. Fucking Whitey is my favorite. I mean, um, like I said, I'm not saying it's terrible. I just think the animation style by today's standards is weird, and it's technically not just about Christmas. Well, no, it's a Hanukkah movie. It's it's straight up a Hanukkah movie. Um, I mean, even the title, Eight Crazy Nights, just, you know, Eight Nights, Hanukkah. Thank you for dropping my phone right on my stomach. Yeah, it probably was all right. I mean, put it. I liked right. it. Yeah, I mean, it's not not great, not terrible. It's, I mean, if you're a fan of Adam Sandler, which, honestly, you know, I will say, 
Some of his older movies were the greatest. I like a lot of his older work, and I liked um, Hubie Halloween. Everything, yeah, Hubie Halloween was great, but as far as, like, older stuff, everything from 51st States backwards yes. was great. Like, Happy Gilmore, yeah, 51st States was the most recent, like, great movie I think he did in that era. You know, before we got cursed with Jack and Jill and all that. Yeah. Uh, moving on. How many we got? Oh, we still got plenty, so we'll... Yeah. Let's go through these. Some of these might be rapid fire. Some of these might be like, it's terrible. Moving on. <laughs> Except for this one. Because the next one is A Christmas Story. I mean... Top of the nice list. Okay. Number one goaded Christmas movie of all time. There is a reason it is just called A Christmas Story. Because it is the Christmas story. So I put it at the top of the nice list. I mean... There's no argument against it. It's just, it has well, to be top see, of the I list. I can't put my arms down. You shoot your eye out, kid. You'll shoot your eye out. And You'll shoot your eye out. I will out. say, I'm very excited to see the uh, the sequel that's going to be A Christmas Story out. Christmas. I know I can't wait to watch that either. Yeah, I think it's coming out on HBO Max. And yeah, A Christmas Story Christmas. Uh, Ralphie is now grown up. He has a wife and kids now. Excuse me and for he, one second. I'm going to go. Yeah, you deal with... Jesus Christ. Yeah, you deal with them. I'll explain that. So, A Christmas Story Christmas is basically Ralphie, he's all grown up. He has a wife and kids now. And he basically brings his kids back to his childhood home to try to give them the same Christmas that his father gave him because his dad is, you know, dead by this point. So, he's just, he's trying to give his kids the Christmas they, that he thinks they deserve. So, yeah, I put it at top of the nice list, and Caitlin agrees with me. Like, did you did you figure out what they were doing? Yeah, Mulchie was, like, all super. They were, like, fighting, fighting. God, I don't, was all super poofy and everything. Jesus fucking Christ. I had to grab him by his scruff. These fucking cats, I swear to the God, they're going to give me a heart attack one of these days. Cats are going to send me into an early grave for sure. Yeah. So anyway, we wrapped up Christmas Story, top of the nice list. Yes. All right. Now moving on with this next one. And this next one, <laughs> you're, you're going to argue with me about this. Jingle All the Way with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Garbage. Ho, ho, horrible. God, tell me how you really feel. I don't like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I put it at great. No, you're wrong. It's... It's nostalgic for me. It's one I watched all the time as a kid, and it's just, I don't know. I was a little excited because all of a sudden they were like, yeah, this was filmed in Minnesota, and me as a dumb kid, I was like, yay, that's where I live. You live there. Um, that, lie, that movie had one good line and one good line alone. Oh, yeah, where he calls the guy and, like, the neighbor answers, and he's just munching Put the cookie him. down! No! Put the cookie down! No! It's just, I love that movie. I also really, I just love watching it to see how uh, Minnesota looked back in, like... The early 90s. The early 90s. Because there's a whole scene where they film it inside uh, Mall of America. And just the the early 90s... It was still Camp Snoopy. Yeah, the early 90s Mall of America. The Legoland in that looked so goddamn old. It was just, oh my god. It's <laughs> just, it was weird to see all kinds of stuff... Like back in the nineties, 
it just yeah it was weird but i i liked jingle all the way and it had uh uh chris not christopher lloyd uh hold on i gotta it's it's the kid who played anakin so i th- i th- i want to say christopher lloyd but also i don't know if that's his that's name. definitely not christopher lloyd that's uh let me jake lloyd that's who it is jake lloyd christopher lloyd uncle fester yeah that's who i'm thinking of but no jake lloyd was the kid in general all the way who some people might know as little young, young anakin, anakin. skywalker who apparently he got bullied for playing which fuck you guys i would have been like fuck you i made millions <laughs> it's like fuck you i was in star wars <laughs> i'll make i made more money doing that movie than you'll ever see in your whole life right but I guess, yeah, just from Star Wars, he went off the deep end. But, yeah, Jake, uh, General of the Way was the first one I saw Jake Lloyd in. And, you know, it's terrible what happened to him. But, anyway, as far as General of the Way, I put it at great. You put it at horrible? Ho, ho, horrible. Because you don't like the movie. No, I do not. All right. Fair enough. Now let's move on. Hey, how you doing? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas, or as it's in here, Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and NBSP semicolon. Uh, where did I put it? Uh, Once Upon a Good give me my thing again. I put it at great. How dare you? I still, I really like it. I really like it. I, okay, so... Again, there's movies I've picked over it, but I really like it. For full context, um, I grew up with... Thanks. Um, (laughs) Your pop filter was slipping off. (laughs) I grew up with Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Um, I got both DVDs for Christmas when I was like six or seven years old. Matter of fact, I, one weekend... I decorated our house for Christmas well before Thanksgiving, and he just watched me and rolled his eyes the entire time. And once I got the house decorated and all pretty and Christmassy, I made hot cocoa and then demanded that he stop playing his game that he was playing, and we watched Once Upon and Twice Upon a Christmas. Mm -hmm. All that long-winded story to say, top of the nice list. Yeah, you seen, you actually really liked Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. I am almost a 30-year-old woman, and those movies still make me cry. Yeah, like, I put it at great. Like, I do really like it, too, and I agree with everything you're saying, but, again, there are movies I would pick over it, but I'll still, I'll still sit down happily and watch Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. So, yeah, for me, I put great. All right, moving on with this list, because now we're actually really narrowing this list down. We only got, like, a few other of these left. Uh, oh, okay. I was like, didn't I already talk about this one? But I put Jim Carrey in another thing, too. Uh, Jim Carrey Christmas Carol. So the whole, like, 3D animated one with Jim Carrey as Ebenezer Scrooge. What did you think of it? Um, I love A Christmas Carol. It's one of my favorite Christmas stories. Um... I am absolutely awestruck by Jim Carrey, so that one is definitely top of the nicest for me too. 
I put it at alright. Because it oh, is a great telling of a Christmas carol, but I feel like it focused way too much on, you know, being 3D and everything. Like, I hate those movies that were like, 3D was like, the you know, a brand new thing. And, you know, every movie that came out after them being like, hey, we're doing 3D now, had characters being like, whoa! Look at me, I'm coming towards the screen. Whoa. Yeah, I mean, I guess I get that. But just and like. Christmas Carol, the Jim Terry Christmas Carol is guilty of that, and I I hate it. I don't hate the movie. I hate that. Yeah, that I didn't did like that. that either, but once you move past that, it's a. I. Yeah. Especially because you never watch it in 3D now, so it just looks kind of dumb. But other than that, I did love Jim Terry Christmas Carol. I thought he did amazing as Scrooge. But as far as like the whole movie as a whole, I put it at all right. Because Ebenezer. Ebenezer. If you don't stop pulling that shit, things are gonna get real fucked. Basically, yeah. Alright. Um next spin. Spin. Cause we only got only a few left on here now, actually. We got okay. So rounding out the Santa Claus movies. Santa Claus 2. Top of the nice list. I put it at all right. Again, my argument is nothing beats the original. And I did like the second one more than the third one. You didn't like the search for Mrs. Claus? I I liked the second one more than the third one, I will say. How dare you. But it's still, to me, it doesn't beat out the original. (laughs) I sound like a Star Wars fanboy right now. It's not the original trilogy, so I don't like it. Yeah. But, no, for real. Like, I just... I liked it, too. I didn't like it as I mean, much. in all fairness, you are a Star Wars fanboy, okay. so... I'll just say, I liked Santa Claus 2. I <laughs> loved the original Santa Claus. And that's all I'm going to say on that. So, you said top of the nice list for yep. that? All right. So, let's move on, then. Shall we? Spinning, spinning, what do we got? Oh, all right. Next, we got Elf with Will Ferrell. Where would you put it? Ho, ho, horrible. I fucking hate Will Ferrell. Actually, you know, to be fair, I didn't put it, I didn't put it at horrible. I put it at not the best because I don't think it's a terrible movie because for me, like, it passes as a Christmas movie and it does have some moments in it that get a chuckle out of me. But there's okay, so people, tomorrow morning, so, eight a.m. Santa's coming in town. Santa! Oh my God! God! I know him. I know him. <laughs> I just yeah. There were moments that got a chuckle out of me, and the one thing uh, You're a I quote little elf, aren't you? I quote with Amanda all the time. My sister. I quote. <laughs> Bye, buddy. Hope you find your dad. <laughs> the narwhal. But, yeah, there are moments that get a chuckle out of me, but it is still, there are still so many better Christmas movies than Elf. Yes. Also, I hate Will Ferrell. Fun fact, there's an elf in the movie that talks to uh, Buddy, talks to Will Ferrell, and it's played by Peter Billingsby, who was Ralphie in Christmas Story. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's straight up a elf that's played by, you know, Peter Billingsby. That's Ralphie. And it's just, it's, uh, yeah, I heard that. I'm like, oh, son of a bitch. There he is. Look at that. A zombie. 
What a me. Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> but, yeah. I put, yeah, I gotta pull it back up. Yeah, I put not the best. You put horrible? Oh, horrible. Okay, fair enough. I think your dad would agree with me. Yeah, my dad would definitely agree with you. He hates Will Ferrell. I do too. It's one of the things we, it's one of the many things we've bonded over. Ooh, this one I have strong feelings for. National Lampoon's, National Lampoon's Christmas, vacation. Christmas Vacation. Let's okay, see. so you have to remind me, is that the one? Oh no, what happened? Is that the one where they the Walmart. Is that the one where they run over Bigfoot? No. Which one am I thinking of? I have no idea which one you're thinking of. Is this the one where he's like It's like, a, it's the original where he he and his family, the Griswolds, are, you know, doing Christmas, but then like the whole cousins and the grandparents come and he's just trying to put on the best Christmas for the family and everything starts to go wrong and very then the, quickly. They set the tree on fire oh, and then no, um actually no. The plot is he you know doesn't the, get his Christmas bonus, right? Yeah. The whole family comes like every year and he usually gets a Christmas bonus to get everybody presents. But this year, he didn't get, like, money as a Christmas bonus. He got a free membership to the Jilly of the Month Club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Bill Murray was the annoying cousin with the trailer, and he was using the... Was it Bill... No, Bill Murray wasn't in that movie. No, not Bill Murray. Um... Hugh Jackman. Oh, God, what is his name? Hold on, I'm looking at I get up. him and Bill Murray confused all the time. Okay, so... Uh, National Lampoons. You know, Chevy Chase was Clark Griswold. Uh, Randy Quaid was Cousin Eddie. Ooh, Johnny Dulecki was Russell. Johnny Dulecki, you know, Leonard, Big Bang Theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know who you're thinking of. Brian Dole Murray? Is that who you're thinking of? No. Brian Doyle? Hold on, let me see this. Siblings. I mean, he's related to Bill Murray. No, it was... Yeah, Brian Dole Murray. He's, yeah, he's related to Bill Murray, if that's who you're thinking of. Because I don't know who else you would be you would be thinking of. The cousin with the trailer, and he was like... Cousin Eddie. You're thinking Cousin Eddie. That's Randy Quaid. Yeah, but that's not... Yeah, that's totally him. That's, yeah, Cousin Eddie. He has a trailer. Hold on, let me find... I'm having a hard time picture. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Okay. But he kind of looks like Bill Murray a little bit, yeah? Yeah, a little bit. He looks like Bill Murray if he was stunned by B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Okay, yes, that is exactly yeah, who I was thinking Cousin of. Yeah, that's Okay, yes, okay. <laughs> All right. Yoink. But, yeah, I put it... Yeah, did I even say where I put it? No, you said you had strong feelings about it. Oh, I put it at great. Because, you know, it's a really great, it's a classic movie. It's one everybody quotes, but, you know, the, obviously, like I said, with most of these. Is that the merriest bunch of assholes, this side of the nuthouse? Yes. Yes, it's that one. Because there are a lot of other ones, you know, off of that that were Christmas related. There's uh, Christmas Vacation, there's Family Vacation. I think Family Vacation is the one where they run over Bigfoot. Yeah, it's the one they do in a national park, and yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. one. I think in that one, there's like a scene where he's driving, and then some hot woman pulls up next to him, and he's all distracted, and I think she gets in a car accident or something. Or that might have just been the Family Guy reference. I am not sure, but yeah, Christmas Vacation. It's a definitely a classic Christmas movie that a lot of people quote. I put it at great. 
Where would you put it? Yeah, I'd probably put it at grade two. I mean, I mean I, I'll watch it if it's on, but I'm not going to go out of my way to watch it. Yeah, I mean, I would go out of my way to watch it, but there's also other movies I would have picked over that. Like, I so. feel like your dad usually has it on. Yeah, he loves that movie. He'll quote it, like, nonstop. That does not surprise me. It's very Lauren Paler humor. Now, this next movie that just popped up, I know where both of us would put it. Nightmare Before Christmas. Top of the nice list. Yep, I put it at top of the nice I, list, too. Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my all-time favoritest movies I will die on that hill. I watch it 365. I love that movie. I think I put it at the t- we put it at the top of the list, too, for Halloween movies. Yep. Because it functions as both a Halloween and a Christmas movie. And apparently a Thanksgiving movie, according to my cousin Beth. Because, I mean, for some reason, it's a Thanksgiving movie. I mean, I guess, fair. I mean, just enjoy the movie year-round. You know, who cares? Especially, you know, if I'm you... If you play through uh, Halloween Town World in uh, Kingdom Hearts, which I currently have, it's the best world in Kingdom Hearts. Agreed. I really enjoyed watching you play through that level. Yeah, because in Kingdom, especially in Kingdom Hearts 2, because you go back to Halloween Town in Kingdom Hearts 2, and you get one of the best Keyblades in the game in that one, which is the Decisive Pumpkin. But yeah, I loved it. I loved that level. I love the movie. I love everything Tim Burton. Number for Christmas, top of the nice list. Jack Skellington sure. is best boy. He is best boy. Oh, no, Z- I lied. Zero, Zero is best is boy. Be- well, Jack is best boy, too. Actually, I think Zero is a girl. They. We'll say they. Zero is the goodest girl. That way, you know, we cover all bases. So, <laughs> the next one on here, and I actually didn't see this movie until just a year ago when your dad decided to randomly play it. White Christmas with... Uh, no, I don't want to say Frank Sinatra, because that's not it. First, okay, Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, yes. That's what it was. Oh my I don't God. know why, I just couldn't think of the name. Because I call Bing Crosby Old Blue Eyes, and that's Frank Sinatra's nickname. So, White Christmas, for those of you who don't know, singers Bob Wallace and Phil Davis join sister act Betty and Judy Haynes to perform a Christmas show in rural Vermont. There... They run into General Waverly, the boy's commander in World War II, who, they learned, is having financial difficulties. His quaint country inn is failing. So what's the force him to do but plan a yuletide miracle, a fun-filled musical extravaganza that's sure to put Waverly and his business in the black? So basically, you know, they're, they're, war, they're war heroes, or they're soldiers or whatever, and they learn their buddy is a little down on their luck, so they put on a musical to raise money and help their buddy's business, you know, get back on its feet. Uh, I actually I actually liked this movie. Uh, when did this come out? 54. I actually really liked this movie. It's, you know, it's a classic. It's definitely, I mean, when you talk classics, this is definitely a classic. So, I put it at great. Where would you put it? I would also put it at great. Um, I love Bing Crosby, and I love the premise of the movie, but it is definitely a 50s movie. Like, it's got that cheesy 50s campiness to it yeah for sure and it's got that just like every moment that ben crosby gets he just he kind of delivers all his lines the same way but i think that's just because he's not he wasn't really an actor he was more of a singer than he was an actor but like he would talk he would talk the same in like a lot of lines and then you know randomly just be like oh Mm. you know just start singing or whatever 
But yeah, I put it at great. Uh, four. We got four movies left here. Okay. Four movies. Down to the final four. It's the final no countdown. countdown. Oh, like okay. One we were literally just talking about. The original Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The ranking and best. of the nice list. I put it at top of the nice list, too. I loved the original Rudolph. We're at top of the misfits. We were a couple, couple of, of misfits. Didn't I ever tell you, boys? Bumbles bounce. <laughs> you Yukon Cornelius. Cornelius is the fucking goat. Okay? Somebody, somebody called me that once. And, uh, actually, no, it wasn't in high school. It was after high school when my, more of my beard grown. Ass. More of my beard <laughs> grown in. I think there was one time, it might have been in high school, too. I was wearing plaid. And one of my friends called me Yukon Cornelius. That is one of the many things I love about you is your lumberjack looking ass. My lumberjack looking ass. Silver and gold looking ass. <laughs> There's gold in them hills. Bumbles bounce. Didn't I ever tell you, boys? Bumbles bounce. There's actually a great meme that came from this movie that I absolutely love. <laughs> it's just like, it's the part where um, Hermie is just by himself in the workshop. And then the head elf just busts in the door. He's like, why weren't you at elf practice? <laughs> and people just use that for memes. Yes. But either way. Also, Hermie is best boy. Hermie is best boy. He just wanted to be a dentist. I mean, the North Pole could afford to have a dentist. Right. So, yeah, I put it at top of the nice list. By the way, I don't know if you guys have noticed, by the way, you know, notice at this point, there's random real staticky sounds in this microphone i'll try to make it go away as much as possible but you know editing can only go so far so he won't he'll leave it in just to stress you out i mean it's weird that i say that like an hour in <laughs> to recording i mean i wasn't gonna say nothing but uh let's see all right down to the final three final three and there's actually the last three are like strong ones to end on too so next we got, ooh, Polar Express. <gasps> now, if you ask my mom, she would put it at all right because it's a great Christmas movie. She does not like Tom Hanks because she's a fucking psychopath. Okay. I'm sorry, Janet. We can't be friends. <laughs> right. But me personally, I put it at great. Because, I mean, the animation is a little dated. But that's the only problem I have with it. The rest of it is gold, as far as I'm concerned. Because I love Tom Hanks. And I love the whole concept in the movie. The fact that like these kids wake up at midnight to ride a secret train to the North Pole to meet Santa. I just I love the whole concept of it. The animation really is my only grape. Uh, what did you think? Okay, first of all, Tom Hanks could punch a nun in the face. And the paparazzi would be like, what did that nun do to Tom Hanks? Right. He is a national treasure. Um, the Polar Express is my dad's favorite Christmas movie. Uh, matter of fact, we're going to my parents' house on the 23rd to watch the Polar Express. Okay. And eat snacks and drink hot cocoa. All right. I'm down. Um, I 
love the Polar Express. I watch it at least twice every Christmas season. Um, I'm going to cry thinking about it because it's just, it's so nostalgic to me and like to my family. But yes, absolutely. Top of the nice list. I love Tom Hanks. I love the Polar Express. I love it all. Yeah, it's just, like I said, the animation style is my only gripe, but everything else about the movie, I absolutely love. You just don't like realistic animation. That's your problem. No, I'm fine with realistic animation. I just don't like when it's, like, ham-fisted, you know? I think it's another one of those movies that, again, tried to do the whole 3D thing and show how we can make things 3D. So I think that's that's my main problem with it. I think they just tried too hard to make everything 3D or made it all seem 3D, you know? Yeah. All right. Final two. Which one of you? Damn it. All right. <laughs> it's not I, not the one I wanted to do before the last one, but you know what? Fine. I'll talk about it because I really want to talk about this one. Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys. So this is the sequel to the original Rudolph that, um, hold on, let me... He did promise he would come back for them. Let me let me look when this one came out, because this is definitely not, uh, this is definitely not that related to the original, so... Well, no, considering that in the original Rudolph, Santa stops and picks up the island, the misfit toys. Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys. Let's see. Uh, nope, that's not giving me a plot summary. But I have to go to the Wikipedia for this one. The wiki? Oh, God, I don't want to read that whole thing. <laughs> so. Ugh, reading? God, reading? God, what do I look like? Some kind of, some kind of poindexter? Some kind of, some kind of reader? But from what I remember, uh, Rudolph and the Island of Misfit Toys, it was Rudolph being sick of, you know, being Rudolph, being Mm -hmm. like, hey, you know, you're leading the thing, you're famous, you're Rudolph, and he's like, I don't want to be famous anymore, and the whole subplot, no, literally, it's all like, I don't want to be Rudolph anymore, and then there's a thing called the Toy Tater, which is taking toys away from, like, children and everything, and it turns out the Toy Tater is actually a teddy bear on stilts. And the teddy bear only took toys because it was, uh, the teddy bear was an abandoned toy itself. Rude. And it's just, I mean, it could have been a good movie. And like, and that's my main gripe. It could have been good. It had potential, but the animation was horrible. It went for 3D animation, like CGI animation this time. And it was just, it, I, I know. And also... There was a hippo called Queen Camilla that was voiced by Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis played a hippo in a tutu. (laughs) They did her so dirty with that. So, as far as where I would rank it, I put it... I don't know why I put it at alright. You know what? I'm changing my thing. I had it in here at alright because I think I went purely off of uh, Nostalgia. I put it out all right. I'm going to switch it. Not the best. It's it's terrible, and it should die in a fire. <laughs> oh, some strong opinions. Um, I also have really strong opinions about this movie, and we're about to fucking fight. 
because I never saw it. <laughs> right. So there's yeah, that. It's just yeah. It was it's not great. I think I tried to watch it once and then I saw the animation style and I was like, nope. Yeah, you're like, this ain't the OG. I was like, this isn't Rudolph. They this, did my boy dirty. This ain't the OG. Alright. Last one we got. We're finally at the end. And the last one we have to talk about is Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. You already know how I feel about Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I'm going to change my ranking on this one, too. Because I had it at alright, but I'm going to move it up to great. Because I do enjoy it as much as Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas. But I, I've, told, I've told you this before. My only gripe is... The animation? Yeah, the, the change in animation. Because the original yeah. one... The original one was great. It looked really good. Then they went to 3D animation and it just it lost some of the magic for me. Yeah, I think that's my only gripe with it too. I just the nostalgia factor for Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. I think my uncle I think, gave me both of those movies for Christmas one year and we watched them together and I think that's why it's so nostalgic for me. I will um, say the very original family oriented if that wasn't obvious. The original one the Once Upon Christmas, I feel like the stories were better too. Um, the, the stories had a lot more feeling because like even like the I think it was one of the last stories in Once Upon a Christmas, it was Mickey trying to you know buy uh, a Minnie. nice chain for Minnie's watch and Minnie wanted to buy Mickey a nice case for his harmonica and they both ended up selling him to buy money for the other thing he sold his harmonica to get her a chain and he, she sold, she his sold her, wa- her watch to get him a harmonica case I really like that story because I feel like the first one had way better like stories and how Huey, Dewey, and Louie had like five million Christmases in a row yeah, because they wished for it to be Christmas every day, so they got there, and they quickly got sick of it. Instead of... And then, they basically tried to copy and paste that in Twice Upon a Christmas, where they actually went to the North Pole, and, you know, they fucked everything up. Yeah, but then they ended up putting Uncle Scrooge on the on the ni- nice list, so he could have a present, because he was always on the naughty list, because he's fucking Ebenezer Scrooge, but... Was it the first... Well... They they had a goofy one in the in Twice Upon Christmas, but I feel like it was way too short. It was literally Max bringing his girlfriend home for Christmas, but he was worried about his dad being a goof. Mm-hmm. But it literally that literally that whole ordeal that problem didn't even last a whole five minutes because after like two minutes of a weird pop song, everything was okay. Yeah. Whereas in Once Upon a Christmas, it was Max as a kid, and it was Max, you know. Dealing with, you know, believing in Santa. Mm-hmm. And Goofy, you know, trying to support his son. And I think Goofy actually believed in Santa, too. <laughs> Goofy 100% believes in Santa Claus. Like, he literally hopped up on the roof like, Come on, Mike, we're gonna see Santa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Twice Upon a Christmas, I'll move up to great. Because it is a great movie, and I do like it as much as the first one. But the animation style, I think, made it lose some of its magic. So that's where I would put it. Um, I would still put it at top of the nice list. You would still put it at top of the nice list? Yep. Yeah, I'll just I'll leave it at great. But with that, we are done with this list. Uh, do you feel Do you feel any satisfaction? <laughs> <laughs> um, I do feel vindicated that we, for the most part, 
were pretty similar, if not agreed completely. And again, this is just our opinions on this on these Christmas movies. And again, like, Cameron has some wrong opinions, and that's fine. I mean, she has some wrong opinions too. But again, these are just our opinions. Like you're free to like whatever Christmas movie you like, even the terrible ones. Even the terrible ones. But yeah, you know, it's the holly jolly time. So be holly and jolly, god damn it. But. I suppose, with that being said, we're going to close off this episode. If you guys have a favorite Christmas movie, let me know on social medias. Link is in the link tree in the description. But, with my closing statements, I will say, drink plenty of water, stay warm if you're in the Midwest because it's getting cold out there and snowy. You know, drink, drink all fluids, drink water, drink whatever. You know, make sure you get your Christmas shopping done, preferably now before the rush. And also before next weekend, if physically and financially possible, because if you're especially in the Twin Cities area, we're supposed to get hammered with a couple snowstorms next weekend. Oh, fun. That means I gotta work. Yep. Great. And I'm off next weekend, so haha. But I guess with that being said, bring this episode to a close. I have been Cameron. She's with Caitlin. And as always, we'll see you in the next episode. Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and happy new year. Nerd out.